What is up, HMA Wrestling fans? I have something to tell you guys about Tony Rotundo and his company, Wrestlers Are Warriors. Tony Rotundo is an amazing photographer um, who dedicates most of his um, pictures and time to wrestling and growing this wonderful sport. He has dedicated a lot of his time and effort to helping HMA Wrestling grow, and uh, he's he's donated a lot of his... Um, funds and and advice for us so please show the love for us and and to him and go check out his website that is wrestlersarewarriors.com please go check that out look at his awesome photos and, and maybe buy some so uh yeah check out tony rotundo wrestlersarewarriors.com i appreciate it guys whoa we are back for the 20th interview episode of Home Mad Advantage. I am Sam Herring, joined today by Rebecca Roper. She's uh, the wife of assistant coach at UNI Lee Roper, and uh, she works at the Dan Gable Museum. I'm really excited to get going with this. I'm excited, too. Thanks for having me, Sam. Yeah, no problem. Uh, this, is, this is an honor of mine, and I've been wanting to get this interview in for uh, for a while now, and uh, so I'm really glad I get to do this now. Um, let's just start by uh, starting the beginning of your wrestling knowledge and, and kind of where it all began for you in the sport. Um, how, how did you figure out about wrestling, and uh, and when did you start being involved with the sport? Um, so I kind of didn't have a choice. Um, I've been around wrestling since I was uh, since my mom was pregnant with me. Um, my dad has always coached, um, and my mom's brothers wrestled at Georgia Tech back when Georgia Tech had a program. And so I've been on the mat since before I could walk. Did you, uh, did you wrestle yourself when you were old enough or, or were you just kind of involved with the sport outside of it? Um, so I tried to wrestle, um, my brother and I, we always used to play around and wrestle each other, but. There wasn't a female wrestling program in Georgia at the time. There is now, thankfully. Um, but mm-hmm. my dad would not let me wrestle the boys. He didn't think that it was fair. So I never was able to be involved in that sense. Um, I was a manager um, for my high school team and uh, used to take score and do bloody noses mm-hmm. and all that type of fun stuff, clean mats. But I never actually got to officially wrestle, unfortunately. Uh, did, did you, so you, um, obviously involved yourself in it, um, pretty well, so I assume you, you really did enjoy watching the sport and, and just involving yourself in it in every, every different aspect, being a fan and helping out being the manager and all that. Absolutely, I love it. I, I, it's like in your blood, you know, you just can't get enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, did you practice right away did did you uh, just not compete um so I would practice unofficially with my little brother um my dad didn't let my brother compete until he had been wrestling for like two years um so I would wrestle around with him at practices and then at the house um but once he really started competing my dad kind of quit letting me go to the practices in a sense of being able to practice um I was just kind of there you know, on the sidelines. Yeah. Were you very good at it when you wrestled with him? Oh, yeah. Um, I was very, very aggressive, which is something that my little brother, bless his heart, lacked. Um, 
He's uh, very kind-hearted, and um, I used to just maul him. Like, I'm talking beat the heck out of him. Um, there were many, many times that I left him crying uh, because I would oh stand up and be like, you just got beat by a girl. How does that feel? And my parents used to warn me. They would always say, you know, one day he's going to be bigger than you and he's going to be able to beat you. And I didn't believe them. And one day that came true. Um, he was probably a sophomore in high school. And his sophomore year of high school was the first year that he won state in Georgia. And mm -hmm. he was still little, like 103 pounds. Um, but, you know, he had kind of started hitting puberty at that point. So he had testosterone and he was building muscle and I'll never forget it. We tried wrestling and within probably two minutes, he five point threw me on my head and I never messed with him again. Like he, he made it hurt too. I got payback for all those years of beating the heck out of him. Oh my. So you never messed with him after that? Oh no. Oh no. Like I, I had a busted lip. So, uh. <laughs> Did you uh, have any other brothers that, that competed or any other friends that were wrestlers? I assume with your life kind of being so involved with wrestling, your main friend group was in wrestling as well. Oh, yeah. All of my friends were involved with wrestling. Um, I actually used to only date wrestlers. I mean, I married one, so I guess that kind of stayed true. But, um, yeah, yeah, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um I would plan, we would plan like family vacations around wrestling tournaments, like nationals at Virginia beach and stuff. Um, yeah. so my yeah. friends all pretty much wrestled. Um, and I was kind of a tomboy. So I got, I fit in really well with, uh, the guy group. Did you, um, so, so you loved it right away. What do you, what do you think about wrestling that you love so much? Uh, and not even getting to compete because that's a, that's a factor of wrestling that I really enjoy myself. And, and it's something that I love getting to do every time I do. So well, what do you think about wrestling? Do you enjoy and, and make you have that passion? Um, I think you, I think when you just said passion, that's 2000% the main reason why I love it so much is because everybody who's involved with wrestling is extremely passionate. And I love that. I'm a very passionate person in all things that I do. Um, sometimes it's bad, um, but for the most part, it's good. And I think that it was very captivating um, and intoxicating for me to be around that environment where people are just so passionate about every aspect of the sport, whether it's fans or like you said, competitors i mean most wrestlers that i've that i meet are all extremely extremely passionate about what they do and it was very beautiful for me to be a part of it in any way that i could um mm -hmm. and get to experience that passion myself so in high school you were the manager for the for that high school team yeah i love so it. what all did you do as the manager Oh, probably way more than um, I should have. In Georgia, um, wrestling isn't very big. It's not like it is. It's not like the culture is up here in Iowa. And so um, for like the first year, um, I was actually the only manager that the team had. <laughs> and so I would uh, do anything the coach asked me to, whether that was getting the mats ready for practice, whether that was taking like T-shirt gear orders whether it was designing t-shirts for the fans, um, taking score, 
uh, doing the clock, uh, doing blood time and wrapping ankles and um, doing bloody noses or uh, just going out in the middle of um, a, a long tournament and grabbing, you know, like fruit for the guys. So something that was right. halfway decent right. to keep their blood sugar up, you know, that type of thing. I mean, I, I did it all. Did you play any other sports? Yes. Um, so I played soccer and I cheered. I loved it. Did, did either of those uh, come close to the love or passion? So you weren't a competitor in wrestling, so it wasn't as much. It wasn't the same passion, I call it. But if you could relate it to was was soccer and cheering come close to the passion you had for wrestling? Um, soccer, absolutely. Um, I, I, I always got yellow cards because I was so aggressive, um, and I loved it so much, but, um, I think that if I would have been able to have competed as a wrestler, nothing would have ever mm-hmm. come close to that. Yeah. Um, so I've got, I've got two sisters that play or are playing college soccer right now. So I, I kind of understand the, the yellow card situation. That they were um, pretty aggressive as well. That's um, awesome. Where do they play? So, so one of my sisters plays for Memphis um, University, and the other one plays D2 at Union University. That's It's awesome. another small school in Tennessee. That's yeah. awesome. You have to be very good. Uh, it's it's fun. I get to watch a lot of their games. So that's yes, awesome. yeah. I love it. Um, so where where did you go to college, and did did you continue to uh, stay involved with the sport? Um, so I went to a small school called Young Harris, which is um, in the North Georgia mountains, um, and I absolutely stayed involved. Um, I would go. It's so uh, it's in the North Georgia mountains, but it's only about an hour, um, hour and thirty minutes away from the University of Tennessee Chattanooga. And I had a lot of friends mm-hmm. that wrestled for UTC. And so I would go to uh, UTC and watch uh, matches and sit in for practices and go spend the weekend hanging out um, in Chattanooga. It's a beautiful town. I love Chattanooga. Yes, it yeah, it's gorgeous. There's way more to do there than there was in um, Blue Ridge. Blue Ridge was when I was in school there. We had to drive 30 minutes. Yes, we had to drive 30 minutes to go to a Walmart. So it was um, very nice to get weekend breaks in Chattanooga. (laughs) Um, So did you go to, you just went to a lot of meets. Did you stay, uh, were there any other ways that you were kind of involved or or stayed close to the sport? Did you kind of watch it? I imagine there wasn't much of a flow wrestling or anything like that uh, around the van or anything like that where you could just track everything. But were there any other ways that you were able to stay involved? So um, there actually used to be this thing called the GNWA forum, and Mm -hmm. I would scour on that forum all the time. Um, And then my parents were on um, a lot of boards, like the NHSCA board in Georgia and um, the Atlanta Takedown Association. And so I would go home um, for the state dual tournament, and I would help them run the tournament. My parents had been helping run the state tournament for, oh goodness, like 15 years now. Um, And so every year I would go do that. And then um, I would go to all of my brother's meets, like every single one, I hardly missed one. Um, And so I tried to stay involved uh, through the forum. 
I, oh man, I used to spend hours tracking um, their rankings on that, like trying to track down my brother and see what, what they were saying. But, um, you know, it was, it was more so like parents commenting, you know, so it probably was nowhere near as accurate as flow and track are now. Thankfully the sports grow. So was, was Lee on those things that you were scouting? Did you know who Lee was before you ever met him? Yes. So I knew him. Um, He was a part of the GNWA and um, funny story. Um, it was back in 2010 at the Georgia High School State Tournament, and I looked over at one of my girlfriends. Her dad was my brother's head coach um, in high school, and I look over at her. Her name was Kate, and then my other friend, Jesse. I look over at both of them, and I saw him coaching down on the mat, and I said, y'all, I'm going to marry that man one day. Like, he's mine. I'm marrying him, and they all laughed at me, and then about a year later, we started dating. So it was kind of funny because I always tell Roper that I knew what I wanted and I did not let up and I made sure that uh, I got him to notice me. That's funny. So how how did you guys meet in the first place? Um, We knew each other through wrestling a little bit, um, but he didn't ever coach my brother and... um, we we just kind of knew of each other. We didn't really know each other. And then um, mm-hmm. there was a GNWA tournament at Grayson High School, and they had um, an open weight class or open division, and Roper wrestled in it. And um, I finally had the courage to uh, go up to him after, after that match, and uh, I told him exactly um, how I felt. And I said, you're going to end up dating me. And he kind of laughed and was like, uh, oh get out of here, little sister. And then within like a week, we were talking. <laughs> That's crazy. I know. I know. Um, so you started dating for a while, and did you? How soon after that did you guys get married? Oh goodness, a long time, long time. Um, we've been married two and a half years now. So we dated for probably seven years before we got married okay so um when was when was the move to iowa in in that range how how long ago was that so this is our fifth season being in iowa um so we've been here about four and a half years so we were just dating when i moved up here everybody told me i was crazy for moving up here with this guy who I wasn't married to, but I knew we were going to get married, even though he said he was never going to, um, never going to get married again. And, uh, sure enough, of course, I ended up talking him into marrying me. Um, but yeah, it's been about four and a half years that we've been up here. So you moved up there. I know that he um, moved in with the Schwab for six months. Were you there with that, or were you able to get, um, like, an apartment or something? How how did that work out? Okay, so he actually only lived with the Schwabs for, like, three months. Um, I don't know why he says in interviews it was six months. It was only three months. Um, He moved up in May, and then I moved up in September but he got a house or we got a house in August so he lived with the Schwabs for that summer and then once the uh, 
uh, school started, um, we were he was able to get uh, a lease because since it is a college town, a lot of the mm-hmm. places do like a school year lease, you know, from like August to May. Um, so once August came up, we were able to get in and get get the house. And then I moved up um, about a month and a half, two months after he moved into the house. Okay, so uh, I'm a Southern boy. I'm from Tennessee, and I know that Iowa is much, much different than a Georgia. Um, so what was that move like? I know that that had to be a, a lot different lifestyle outside of the home, I imagine. Oh, yeah. Um, one of my favorite things um, about Iowa was my first time going to a duel in West Gym. And I grew up going to college matches, but they were mainly like Southern Conference college matches, which mm-hmm. I'm sure you've been to some. They're not packed out, you right. know. Um, no. And so I went to West Gym for the first time and it was full house. There were cheerleaders. I remember calling my mom and going, Mom, there's cheerleaders at a wrestling meet. What is this? And she just started laughing. And um, it was it was crazy. Like. I remember saying, I feel like I'm at the high school state tournament. It's so packed in here. It's so loud. Like, this does not feel like just a regular duel. Um, So I loved the culture that surrounded the wrestling. That's the first thing that I kind of fell in love with about Iowa. Um, And West Gym is no McKenzie Arena or anything. It is a lot different. Oh, yeah. It's it's insane. Like, it's crazy. It gets so intense in there. Um, But I love the history of it. Um, the gym was actually built in 1925, so it's really old. Wow. Yeah, right. And that's where the first wrestling team at UNI, you know, practiced and had their meets and stuff. So it's kind of cool because there aren't very many um, college wrestling teams that have that type of history in their gym. Mm-hmm. So that's way awesome. Absolutely, yeah. So um, were there any other differences? So that obviously the wrestling atmosphere is a lot different what what other differences were there in, in Iowa than Georgia <laughs> the winter the winters suck like there's no sugarcoating it like people keep telling me that I'm going to get used to the winters and I'm pretty sure somebody from the south can never get used to negative temperatures it's pretty intense I'm with you on that. <laughs> yeah it's no fun um so Okay, you moved up there, and Lee started coaching. You guys got married two years after after you moved up? Mm-hmm. And then, okay, so um, that was 2017, about 2016, 2017? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and then when did you start working for the Dan Gable? Okay, so that's very recent. I just, well, I guess not that recent, but six months ago, I started in July. Um, I started when Jim Miller, the new director, was hired on, um, and he wrestled at UNI and then went on to coach at Wartburg, but he was still on the, um, the Panther Wrestling Club board, so I knew him through UNI mm-hmm. and wrestling and stuff like that, and he called me and asked to interview me and I think the interview lasted maybe three minutes and he was like all right do you like social media I said yes sir he goes good because I don't know social media he said do you like to plan events 
I said, yes, I love to plan parties. He said, okay, do you like to sell gear? I said, yeah, sure, I can do gear. He goes, all right, great, you're hired. <laughs> that is funny. So, um, so it was for social media marketing, kind of, uh, planning events and then selling gear. Mm-hmm. So basically, I see public relations and like public marketing. Um, did did you get those skills from managing uh, high school teams and stuff in uh, in high school? Um, I would say a little bit, yes. And then I would say some of it is just kind of natural in my personality. Mm-hmm. And then I bartended um, in college, and so. I, that really was able to hone in on those skills that, that I naturally had. And, um, and it, it, I've always loved people. So bartending was like a great gig for me being able to socialize, um, and not get in trouble for socializing like I used to in school. Um, and then being a part of the wrestling, I think taught me how to work in the wrestling world. And how to talk to people in the wrestling community. Um, Mm Because it is such a small, tight-knit community. That's one of the reasons why I love it so much. It just You can talk to somebody that you've never met before and spend three minutes talking to them. And you feel like you've known them your whole life, you know? Right. And I really, really love that aspect about wrestling. So I think the skills of being able to talk to people in the wrestling community came from being a manager. And then I think everything else kind of came from bartending and being in social environments that are a little bit different sometimes. Right. Um, so you've been working there for six months. Um, is, is that where you plan to stay? Do you, do you enjoy the job and, uh, and just plan to stay there? Oh, I love it. I've never loved a job so much in my life. Um, I, it's, it's crazy because it fits my personality so well. And our mission statement is about preserving history, recognizing excellence, and inspiring generations. And I really like that because inspiring people is something that I've always enjoyed doing. I think I probably got a little mm-hmm. bit of that from my bartending days. And, you know, you're kind of a therapist when you're a bartender. So inspiring generations really has always hit home for me because I want to be able to inspire people to love the sport as Mm -hmm. much as I do and to have as much passion for the sport as I do. And I think that this job really gives me the opportunity to be able to enjoy what I'm doing while, while also being able to give back in so many different ways. That's awesome. Um, So you got hired for social media marketing, um, selling gear, and then planning events. Are, what what all else do you do um, at the DGM there? So on a regular day, um, I will uh, help change out the displays, you know, like the display walls. Mm-hmm. Um, I will answer phone calls. I will send out um We get a lot of emails about um, smaller wrestling programs who are trying to do like fundraising and stuff. So I'll send out a bunch Mm -hmm. of um, autographed Dan Gable posters that they can send in for a silent auction to try and help raise money. 
um, Roper, my husband, coaches a free open house clinic practice once a week for us, which is amazing. Our wrestling room's phenomenal. And we open that up to anybody in the community who wants to come and get better and grow within the sport. And um, he's had a few uh, UNI wrestlers drop by and help. And the kids really love having the college guys in the room with them. Mm -hmm. It's been uh, pretty awesome to watch them grow and see the joy in their eyes when they're learning a new wrestling move. Um, and it's a college kid showing them, you know, they really like that. And, uh, other than that, it really just varies from day to day. Um, it's kind of based on how busy the museum itself is. Sometimes I'll help give tours. Um, other times I'm just so busy catching up on emails and trying to send paperwork type stuff out that I don't really get out of my, uh, office much. Um, and that's especially particular when we are having an event. I feel like on two weeks before we have an event, I am glued to my computer, sending out emails, invitations, trying to order stuff and make sure that everything, um, gets done properly. Um, so how, how often do you, do you, um, go over to UNI and, and, uh, be involved with the team there? And how much are you just, just staying at the Dan Gable Museum? Um, I try to get over to West Gym at least three times a month. Um, but I have a close relationship with a lot of the wrestlers. Um, mm-hmm. I talk to them pretty regularly. I was just over at uh, Holschlag and Lujan's house uh, last week. I uh, was saging and doing some some blessing prayers for um, health to keep them healthy and, and not hurt. Cause that is our goal. We don't want anybody to be hurt, whether they're the, the opposing team or not, never want any wrestler yeah. to be hurt. Yeah, that's um, so I went over there and, and, and saged a little and did some blessings and prayers for health. Um, and then I will bring leftovers to the guys sometimes, you know, um, in the summer when they're not having to cut weight. Um, mm-hmm. Cause sometimes it's kind of hard to, to cook for just two people so and then jake hodges who's on our pwc um wrestling uh rtc program um he's also from georgia and so i like to bring food over to him a lot since he's not cutting weight anymore um but yeah we i i love all the guys we've got a great 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 group um i know most coaches probably say that but our guys are extremely genuine um, like I said, they come by and volunteer over here, which is amazing. I'm very blessed to have the guys that want to give back and, um, and show, show their knowledge to the community and, and give it away stuff that they've worked very hard to attain, um, right. is their wrestling skill and they willingly show it to, to the youth. And that's just, that's special. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so, so you, do you get to every duel? Oh yeah. Uh, not the away ones. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Unless how much do you get to travel for the away ones? Um, so that really kind of depends. Um, I'm going to Midlands, which is going to be nice. I'm excited about that. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to try and get out for big 12s, but I don't know if I'll be able to do big 12s or not. Um, and then I go to nationals every year, which is a blast. Nationals is gonna be really fun. I'm going oh. for the first year this year, I think. And are uh, you? And so I'm pretty excited. Oh yeah, 
it'll be so much fun. We will have to uh, get together and grab a bite to eat while you're up there. Minneapolis is a beautiful, fun town. Tons. Of I went food. there. I went there last year for Big Tens. It was great. Nice, um, nice. But again, the cold weather is terrible. It's brutal, man. Brutal. I don't have enough uh, winter clothes <laughs> with me to to wear up there. <laughs> I I feel All right. that. Um. Well, is there anything else you wanna um wanna cover for this interview? Anything else you wanna say before before I let you go? Yeah, go Panther Train. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll talk to you later. Hopefully, I can get a, uh, another interview. And uh, I'm planning to interview Lee sometime soon and figure out if it was six months with the shrubs or three. <laughs> you need to. You need to. He, uh, he told me he was looking forward to having you reach out to him about an interview. I will. I will. I'm, uh, probably, probably after Midlands will be a good time. Um, oh, yeah. I'll be I'll be going to the scuffle this year, so if we can do it around that town, that'll be good. Oh, nice! I love the scuffle. Love it. I wish we were going this year because I get to get a little bit closer to Georgia. <laughs> yeah, I bet I bet you would uh enjoy that. How long has it been since you've been to the scuffle? Um, it'll be two years uh since I've been, unfortunately. So did you and I go two years ago? Is that mm-hmm. is that when you went? Yeah. Oh, I sure thought did. they've we always went. been. Uh, I thought they've always been Midlands. We nope, got to tell we, Coach Schwab to start um, planning scuffle on there. We do. We do. We do. I agree. All right. Well, uh, I'll, I'll talk to you uh, another time, and uh, hopefully, we'll get another interview in sometime soon. That sounds wonderful. Thank you, Sam. I hope you have a good night. Yep. Thank you. You too.